It is not your boss's job to protect your position. It is your boss's job to protect the company. It is your job to promote yourself. It is not your boss's job. Welcome to Management Material. My name is Katherine Vanderlaan. I started my career at the bottom as an assistant and worked my way up to become the boss's boss in eight years. And man, I love management. If there's anything I've learned, it's that what got you to where you are now won't get you to where you want to be. Welcome to Management Material. Hey guys, I'm so excited you're here. Today we have a little bit of a not very nice topic, actually. It's not something that attracts people. It's not something that's really positive. It's not something that people like to talk about, but I do think it's important. I think that we should talk about layoffs. We should talk about why they happen. We should talk about how to protect yourself from a layoff. Now, I've been through a few layoffs. I have been through like four or five of them, and I I saw the signs throughout. I saw a lot before they happened. So let's talk about that now because the economy is in a little bit of trouble. You and I both know that the economy is in trouble. Layoffs are starting to happen again. And it's because when interest rates go up, businesses that rely on loans have to balance their budgets. So they tend to lay people off. If that doesn't make sense to you, let me explain it just a little bit more, just a couple more seconds here. Most businesses or or a lot of big businesses have loans, these giant, like hundreds of millions of dollars of loans that help them get off the ground. Now, these loans tend to have either adjustable rates or they have a balloon payment at the end of, say, five years. So businesses have to refinance those loans. And when the federal interest rate goes up, interest rates across the United States and different banks and around the world go up because a lot of people borrow money from the federal government. A lot of banks borrow their money from the federal government to get the money for the loans. So it's this ricochet effect or this like domino effect when federal rates go up, a lot of businesses end up having to lay people off because their monthly payments on these loans that they just refinanced to a way higher interest rate go way up up. So they need to balance their budget and they lay people off. Anyway, let's take this episode to protect yourself from being laid off. I'm happy to have learned this early. You know, I, I've been through four or five rounds of layoff at different companies. And every single time there were signs that layoffs were coming, like managers getting really picky about things that didn't really make sense to me. Sudden budget and spending restrictions, like a hiring freeze, or all of a sudden changes in payment terms from like 30 days after an invoice to 90 days after an invoice, things like that. And and, and lots and lots of emails from finance. Yeah. So if you're seeing things like a hiring freeze, that's a sign that spending is being restricted and there might be a layoff coming. Anyway, my career has always been centered around what my family needs. I'm the breadwinner. My husband is a Chi Alpha campus missionary. And I mean, guys, ministers really, unless you're the minister of a big church, ministers don't really make much money and missionaries make even less. So I, I've called myself for our entire marriage, my husband's biggest supporter. And because of that, my career has always had an offense 
So wanting to get promoted or, or find a better job and a defense, keeping myself from getting laid off or fired. So today we're going into the defense and in the next episode, we're going to talk about getting promoted. So the offense, a few years ago, I survived a round of layoffs at my company. And in that layoff, there was this really hardworking, thoughtful, and, and productive manager I knew who was laid off. And that that shocked me. At the time, I really, I could not understand why she was laid off and other people were not. I was like, why Why did they pick that manager instead of this manager? Which is not very nice, by the way, but I, I it, everybody thinks it, right? So I was like, why was she laid off? That makes no sense. Huge projects wouldn't run without her. She was hard to replace. She had been there for years and years. And I didn't think she was a high earner. I was pretty sure she wasn't. And she produced so much value to the company. I just couldn't wrap my head around why she was laid off. Then one day, a few colleagues and I were talking about it. We were trying to make ourselves feel better. We had survivor's guilt. We were all still there. We were not laid off. And we were trying to figure out why she was laid off. We all thought, we all agreed that losing her was just a horrible decision. And some of my colleagues ended up blaming management for being incompetent. You know, they they must not know what she did. So incompetent of management to lay her off. And they just ended up having this, this idea that management had no idea what they were doing. Now, I tend to think, as I'm sure you've heard before, I tend to think that people make reasonable decisions with the information they have. And so I thought about what information they had. Now, the reason we're talking about this is so that you can protect yourself against a layoff. That didn't happen for her. So let's dissect why she was not protected. Well, here's the number one reason and the number one way that you can protect yourself from a layoff. Management had almost no information about her. That woman was a really hard worker, but her work went unnoticed a lot of the time. A lot of the time, just people didn't know what she did. She was a giver and she filled in where other people were lacking. She knew everything that was happening and what needed to happen. And if people weren't picking up their own slack, she picked it up for them while she was doing all of her own work. She also was not a self-promoter. She didn't talk about herself and she stayed really, really private. So people didn't know her, so they didn't like her, and they didn't know about her work because she just kept her nose down and kept working. She also seemingly, okay, this is not the whole thing, but from management management's perspective, she had a skill set that they didn't think we needed in the company anymore. We weren't using those same systems that she was an expert in. So here was my conclusion. It came down to visibility. That was it. It came down to visibility. Senior leadership, the people who made the layoff decisions, did not know what she did and how valuable she was. They didn't see her hard work. They didn't see much at all. And so they didn't think she was valuable and they laid her off. Okay, here's the point. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that I'm not a leadership apologist. I don't go around saying that every leader got here because of their hard work or intelligence, okay? I'm not. I just think that people make the best decisions with the information they have. Nobody's trying to be incompetent in their jobs. Here's what I do think. I think that most people in leadership are not stupid. They make the best decisions they can with the information they have, just like you and me, just like everyone else. They're also really good at showing their work. So if you want 
to protect yourself from getting laid off. It is not enough to be a hard worker and assume that everyone's going to notice. If you've been working at companies for any amount of time, maybe any amount of time over a year, you know that nobody notices your hard work. And you might've assumed that people would notice how hard you work, but people don't notice. Everyone is so busy thinking about themselves and what they do. They don't look outside to say, oh, wow, Sharon over there, she's a really hard worker. Oh, over there, Ashley, she's such a hard worker. Nobody cares. And so you have to make sure that people know what you do and what you bring to the table. Basically, senior leadership, or at least your boss's boss, should know how amazing you are at your job. And, and here's the other key to protecting yourself from a layoff, they also need to know that you are flexible enough to do any other role that the company needs. The alternative to a layoff, if they're eliminating your position, is to put you in a different position. So that's the two things you need. You have to showcase your value to the company, what you're providing to the company, and your flexible learning attitude. Guys, quiet quitting isn't going to cut it in this market. If you are quiet quitting, consider yourself laid off really soon. So please stop that. Maintain boundaries, sure, but also have a flexible attitude about the work you can take on. And then make sure management knows how productive and eager you are to keep learning and growing. I am not saying to let them take advantage of you. I am saying to stay flexible and to stay eager to learn new things. Okay, here's what I hear all the time as I am coaching clients as I am helping people through. And coaching is not just listening to a lecture from me, by the way. It is about working through your situation. And when you're coaching, you are talking about 90% of the time. So this is not coaching. This is you listening to me. Anyway, a lot of what I hear from people is that seems like so much work. I just want to do my job and go home. Yes and no. Think of visibility and making sure people know what you're doing and how much value you bring to the company. Think of that as part of your job. It is your defense to keeping your job. It is your defense to keeping a paying position that is paying your bills. That is part of your job. It is not all of your job, but it is part of your job. So if you are going into the office or doing your work and doing your job and just going home, You are not doing part of your job. You are not protecting yourself from a layoff. Part of your job is to make sure that other people know what you're doing and how valuable you are to the company. So make sure you're doing that. And the other objection I hear is, I don't know how. How do I be visible? What do I do? There are just a very few things. When we were in person in the office, I did something kind of funny that nobody else really did. I made my strategy presentations and what my team was doing into these colorful visual charts. I would take them, I'd print them out and I'd post them in the hallway. And boy, did I get a lot of responses. People knew what we were doing. People knew how valuable we were because we quantified it. People knew that we were an amazing team, that we all got along. They knew all of our names and our faces. Can you say visibility guys? They knew it. I also would create those things and they were like stellar because they're visual. People like to see visual data. They like to see visual progress reports. They like to see visual products. Like people like visual things. And so I would take those and I would email them to my boss. And well, my boss likes bragging and this helped him keep his job. So he would email them to his boss. And then maybe his boss, if he thought it was really, really great, would email it to his boss. And that was kind of the end of the line. It's not like it got to the CEO, but everyone then knew who I was. And occasionally 
I would ask my boss, hey, can I talk to your boss about something? I'd like to understand X, Y, and Z. And so then I would schedule a meeting. My boss would say, yeah, great, because it makes him look good too. So I would talk to my boss about the meeting and beforehand, what I was going to ask, how it was going to go. And he would prep me for that meeting. And then I'd go in and talk to his boss and well, hey, you have some one-on-one time, some airtime there that gives you visibility. Now you can't go in with stupid questions. You have to go in and actually contribute and help and grow and think of it from a manager's perspective and, and make sure that you are contributing and helping your manager grow and your boss's boss grow and, and be a contributor. You can't just go in for the visibility. You have to go in for something else, but it does give you visibility. So those are two ways that you can be visible. Get some one-on-one time with your boss's boss to ask some intelligent questions that will help you and the rest of the company. And the second way is to create a visual, basically progress report or, or something that showcases what you do and send it to your boss. Okay. There are all different ways, and I'm sure you can sit down and strategize and brainstorm how to do that. I can think of five more off the top of my head. The other thing I hear all the time is, isn't that my boss's job? Well, no, it is not your boss's job to protect your position. It is your boss's job to protect the company. So if your boss doesn't know what you do, and I hear that a lot, my boss has no idea what I do. It is your job to tell your boss what you do, to show your boss what you do, to make it visual, to make it compelling, to make it fun to read. It is your job to promote yourself. It is not your boss's job. So here's the bottom line, guys. In order to increase your chances of surviving a layoff, in order to keep your job or keep a job, you need to show your work and show your flexible attitude. Like you're flexible. You can do whatever the company needs to do. I learned that from a friend of mine who's a vice president in finance. He said he survived every layoff he's been through, and it's been a few. And he said, management knew that I could do anything they wanted. So whenever there was a layoff, if they were eliminating my position, they just put me in another position because they knew I could learn, I could grow, I could contribute. And I showed that I was known for that throughout the company. Now, here's a caveat. This won't work all the time, but I have seen it work over and over and over again. This is your best bet to surviving a layoff. So go do that. Talk to your boss about scheduling a meeting with his or her boss so you can ask intelligent questions and ask about career tracks. Create a quick presentation in PictoChart or Canva or somewhere that shows what you do in a fun, quantifiable way. Whatever you do to become visible, also make sure you're making your boss look good while you do it. The shortest way to the chopping block is by making your boss look bad while you're trying to make yourself look good, all right? If you're trying to sabotage your boss's career or make your boss look bad while you're trying to make your boss look good, consider yourself laid off. Don't do that. But do loop your boss in. Go talk to your boss and make it a point how eager you are to learn, how you want to pick up different kinds of work and showcase what you're already doing to make the company better. All right, guys, that is it for today. Now go survive that layoff. All right, I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Management Material. If you like what you're listening to, please rate us on iTunes. I track those ratings like I tracked my GPA in college. And let me know what else you want to hear about. I'm an open book. I can't wait to see you in the next episode.